Dr. Chapa, how are you doing today? Gardy, I feel amazing. Gardy. <laughs> yes. It's going to be a great day. It is. It is. I mean, how often can you come out on the radio, share health and wellness information, where we give people alternatives to drugs and surgery, where we teach people how to live better, be better, and stay better, one bite at a time, dressed like an elf? It's like one time a year. I mean, <laughs> it's just it, about only, one time. It, it, it doesn't happen often. But those of you that are tuning in, those of you that are subscribed to our page, um, we are excited that you're with us. We're excited about, you know, we're the, the Christmas is upon us. Here it is. This is the, the week of. So it's very exciting at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center. Every year before the, the week of Christmas, I dress up like an elf, and I work on patients. I take care of little kiddos. I take care of moms and dads, grandpas and grandmas, and I have a good time doing it. And it is so fun to just see people kind of get shocked, shell-shocked, <laughs> if you will. And because yeah. everybody, um, they it's like deep down they want to dress up like an elf, but they just won't. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, But I think that it just it's just a part of uh, lightening the spirit and uh, lightening the load that you know most of us carry. We get caught in the hustle and bustle, the stresses of the holiday, and I'm always out to just find ways to just uh, change people's space a little bit, help them um, aspire to be more than they thought they could, and appreciate the the greatness that's within them. And I just want people to know that you know wherever you're at in your health journey, even though it's Christmas, even though there's sugar everywhere, even though there's opportunities to get derailed right here before uh, Christmas, the week of, it's almost like you know a given excuse to go ahead and indulge. You can. And maybe you should. I don't know. I don't know what you've been doing. I don't know where you're, you're at exactly. But you can also make healthy choices to make sure that you're prepared for whatever indulgences you get in. And you can kind of be thinking about the indulgences you're going to be getting into and not completely poison yourself with sugars and artificial ingredients and lots of bad fats and bad oils. We know that um, even though the world kind of uh, um, sells us this idea that it's the holiday and we deserve to eat garbage and, and poison our bodies, your body continues to operate and it continues to function. And it functions well if you take care of it well. It functions not so well if you choose not to take care of it so well. And so today today we're going to talk a little bit about just getting ready for Christmas and getting ready for um, the detox coming up in January. And how to prepare yourself for this upcoming weekend and next weekend. we got two holidays kind of back-to-back with, you know, Christmas and New Year's right up around the corner. Mm-hmm. Whenever I have a question. Whenever people see you at the office dressed like this, if somebody is driving past you in the car and you are wearing this, does it bring a smile to their face? How do they react? Are they shocked? What's going on with that? Um, I get a, I get a lot of different responses. Some Some people are like, Oh my gosh, what's what's going on here? Uh, some people think I'm a leprechaun. When I, yesterday I was dressed up in a green, um, my green elf costume, uh, courtesy of my mother. She's personally sewed all these, um, this this attire, and I mean it's pretty amazing. What kind of buttons are those? I'm looking at those. They look like they're seashells. I know, aren't they bad to the bone? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is straight out of the North Pole, dude. These are North Pole buttons. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> those are nice. Yeah, I like they're it. They're really. I really <laughs> was digging them, and. Um, and so uh, I think people are genuinely like awesome. You know, they 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 need it. You know, because again, I heard a, you know patients yesterday telling me just they're caught up in the stress and the busy and they're not ready and they're you know they're they're it's like they're getting ready for something, 
But exactly what are they getting ready for? You know, and was it uh, did they enjoy, you know, the spirit of Christmas? Do they enjoy uh, what it's about? You know, Jesus Christ. And, and but can we have a little bit of fun in the process? Do we have to get caught up in the stress of it? You know, because it's been commercialized. You know, it's it's a it's a a lot of different types of stresses that people experience this time of year. Some of it's just simply the stress of getting with family. I mean, I've I, I you really in a in a sad way, you know, Christmas can sometimes bring the um, the stress of family strained relationships together, right? Instead of good relationships, bonding and celebration and just opportunity to check out for two days. Um, you know, there's the side of, oh man, I got to go see that family situation, or I got to go deal with that. I got to confront that. And again, life just keeps happening, right? The sun keeps coming up the, and, and setting in the evening, and and we've got to face some of the facts of maybe, maybe we, we, um, we, I, I was sitting in a, a sermon just recently, and the pastor said, you know, these hands have destroyed relationships. These hands have wasted time. These hands have hurt, you know, circumstances. But in God's hands, these hands can restore relationships and restore time. And so I think that if we learn to change the narrative, we can change the dynamic for which we are out to serve our community and to serve, you know, our fellow man and to serve our families. And in some respects, honor in ourselves. I mean, there's greatness in all of us. Just do we perceive it? Mm -hmm. You know, God designed you. He knit you together in your mother's womb. And so today, you know, are you walking in that? Or are you saying, man, my hands hurt. You know, my feet hurt. My body hurts. Have you been diagnosed with some sort of condition that you weren't genetically born with? Is your heart blood pressure going up? Are you having anxiety? Are you having uh, some sort of skin issue? Are you having allergies? I mean, what's going on in your world for that you need help navigating? And at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center, we're always out to figure out why and where and how the body is breaking down. We get together every week, me and my team, and we analyze cases. We're building on topics that are already familiar to us. Diabetes, for example, was the topic of yesterday. And um, and everybody's very aware that sugar is a problem. But yet we continue to see people indulge in the very thing they know is poisoning them. And I think it's always interesting to me that, you know, people, um, you know, know what they should do. They just won't make those shifts and changes. They can't give up the sugar. And so we're learning ways to navigate the pitfalls of sugar indulgence. And no, it's not always avoidance because avoidance isn't necessarily real. We got to get people, you know, to understand that there are other avenues to deburden the body where you will naturally crave less sugar. Doesn't that sound awesome? Mm -hmm. And we think to ourselves, What's going on with this, you know, this um, onslaught of sugar and where is it, you know, why does it keep coming on? Why can't we break the addiction, the cycle? And so when we go into a case, we're listening for all the pitfalls that people are going through. Are they um, having trouble sleeping through the night? If you're not sleeping, you're not healing. If you're waking up and they're in the night to pee. If you're waking up during the night to stare at the ceiling, these are all indicators for different systems in the body to be breaking down. We can look at um, 
the blood work and we can see correlations where there's liver stress. We can see where there's adrenal stress. We can see mineral decline and we can find out why people's body is breaking down and then come in and serve them. So one of the things I like to talk about around the Christmas holidays, around Halloween, around Thanksgiving, around New Year's, because of the amount of sugar uh, and anything that converts to sugar, it's not just table sugar, it's alcohol sugar, it's starchy sugar, it's processed sugar. It's grains that convert to sugar. It's too much fruit that converts to sugar. All these things stress out our bodies. And one of the things that I'm out to help people see is that if they just take liver support, digestive support, adrenal support, B vitamins for mitochondrial support, they would help their body deal with the carb onslaught, the sugar onslaught more effectively. So if you at least give your body some resources to handle the stress of um, the diet, then you might find yourself craving less. We use a product in the office called Cataplex GTF or Proglyco SP or Gymnema. These are three different herbs and nutrient uh, combos that help bridge the uh, the the gap between your cravings and you not having a craving. And so we can reset the beta cells of the uh, of the pancreas. We can help the 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 blood sugar cravings literally dissolve right before your eyes. We can also encourage patients and we do encourage patients to eat a little bit more fat in their diet, healthy fats, uh, things like coconut oil, things like olive oil, things like butter, things uh, uh, to help navigate the, the what we call the metabolic logs on the fire. You see, fat has a natural sat satisfying effect. As you hit your tolerance, you won't eat too much. So fat has a self-governing intake uh, parameter. You'll get an upset tummy. You'll feel overly full. You just won't eat too much of it. It's really a cool thing. But whenever it comes to sugar, man, we can overindulge. So if we can help you say, all right, well, if you're going to eat this, make sure you eat a little bit of you know, coconut oil with it or olive oil with it. Make sure you put uh, these things on your salad. You know, eat a salad the size of your head for lunch. You know, let's, let's find a way to make today a little better than it could be. Okay, well, I don't like salads. No problem. It could just be vegetables. I mean, if you have to have a starch, you know, let's go with a... Um, sweet potato over a white potato. You know, um, let's uh, try a purple potato. Have you ever seen a purple potato? I don't think I have. I've heard of, I think I've heard of it. We've talked about one before. Well, when you make mashed potatoes that are purple, the kids love it. Mm -hmm. And and so if you can find you some purple potatoes, I always have to go to like um, uh, farmer's markets or, you know, uh, Whole Foods or Central Market type places in order to find some of the uh, the non-common varieties of potato. I mean, there's nine, there's like, oh, like almost a hundred different varieties of potato, but like we only have access in the stores to like five or six. And so, but these still convert to sugar. So, but again, if you look at the nutritional density of white potatoes versus sweet potatoes versus uh, purple potatoes, then you'll, you'll see a, um, a different nutrient profile. And that nutrient profile, although the starch part converts to sugar, still gives you a variety of nutrients that you won't get from uh, just a white potato if that's the only kind of potato you consume. So it's just being open-minded to consuming different types of this uh, of a variety of the same type of food. I mean, you might be surprised uh, that a zucchini tastes is you know as good as it uh, as a squash does. You're like, no way. Well, if you think about vegetables, what I've learned about vegetables is they they taste exactly how you flavor them. 
If you put a little salt on it, they taste salty. If you put a little bit of lemon pepper, they taste lemon peppery. If you take put a little bit of uh, garlic and onion powder on it, they taste a little bit garlic and oniony. Uh, and so you just find spices that you can t- palate, especially when you're new to the vegetable game. People say, "Oh, I don't like those," and most of the time, I find that when uh, I ask people the question, "Hey, what is it about you know starches or vegetables? Uh, do you not?" like you know because i have some patients that don't like potatoes as it's the texture well if you have a texture problem uh, that means that you have a a, a palate problem so we all have an an, an over indulgence in or uh, an overabundant palate in one arena so you could have a a, a palate that's too sweet laden like meaning you just overindulge in sugar 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 and you just crave sweets all the time but what happens is it derails your salt sour bitter palate. Well, if I can balance the sweet with the bitter, with the sour, with the salt, I can build you a savory palate. A savory palate. See, when you have the full, uh, you know, um, palate present, your texture issues go away. So people don't have texture issues. They have a palate issue. So we can come in and we can just start saying, all right, um, let's build up your, your minerals. Let's build up your zinc. Let's build up your salt ratios. Let's get your sodium uh, potassium balance going and and you know uh, building up so that those cells are more robust. And as they bring in more nutrients, you'll actually have more clarity on what it is that you like about a food or what you don't like about a food. But we also just remember, hey, if there's a food that you don't like, especially with your little ones, 17 exposures to the palate, and all of a sudden they will start to appreciate the food. Ask the questions, though. Little Johnny or Mommy or Daddy or whoever we're talking to, what is it about eating, you know, asparagus that you don't like? What about spaghetti squash that you don't like? You know, people always tell me that they don't like these certain things, but if I cook it for them, they go, hey, you know, that's not too bad. Well, I think that there is a a place where um, uh, experimentation with food, we've got to get back to that. We got to get people in, engaging in the food game and playing food, um, playing with food in the kitchen. You know, like cook something new. Like with a with a, a spaghetti squash, you might have to come in and cook three different types um, or three different uh, occasions. Try a spaghetti squash. Try it. You know, because the first time I always find people overcook it and it's too mushy. Well, that it's a texture issue. They don't like the mushy. But the second time they undercook it, it's too crispy. And so it's a little or too crunchy and they don't like the crunch. So, okay, let's let's see what's going on with the uh, um, if we go right in the middle and we find do they like it? Uh, a little bit more than crunchy, but not mushy. Or do they, some people like it mushy? Not I like crunchy? it mushy. That's me. Yeah. So I mean, and that's okay. I mean, yeah. So we all have a a, a a texture that we appreciate, but if we're okay um, with with recognizing food as a fuel source, and we get away from this idea that it's got to be a certain way, we eat for we eat f- we um, consume food as fuel and not always pleasure, especially the week of a holiday. When we know on uh, Friday and Saturday that we're going to indulge in the pie, we're, uh, we're going to indulge in some sort of festive treat that we, we long for, make the whole week this week a week where you're like, okay, I'm going to cheat this weekend, so I'm going to eat clean uh, throughout the week. 
or if you're going to indulge something tonight or tomorrow, knowing that you're going to overindulge on uh, fr uh, Friday or Saturday on the holiday, um, eat a bite or a serving, a true serving. You know, because when you get into sugar, sugar just it never really loses its uh, law of diminishing returns. It's just always good. And there lies the problem, right, yeah. is overindulgence will get us in trouble. And so when we're helping people uh, appreciate the holidays, uh, we are just trying to help them stay focused on one degree of change. Hold the line. You know, make sure that you're putting in a variety of foods. Put in a little extra fat in your diet. Cook with a little bit, uh, add a little bit more olive oil right before you serve the meal. Um, make sure that you're getting, you're taking your supplements day in and day out. You're leveraging things like the Cataplex GTF or the ProGlyco SP or the Gymnema. If you've got a lot of sugar cravings and you just know left to your own devices, you're going down, support your liver, support your GI tract, support your adrenal glands, and you will naturally be less inclined to indulge in foods that you shouldn't be indulging in. Now, it's a little bit trickier whenever you're traveling. And again, if you're traveling um, uh, and, and you're away from your normal um, restaurants or your your own your normal kitchen, then you've got to be a little bit smarter when you're out in 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 the uh, in the arena of food, because we still want you to eat and indulge yourself and have fun, but you just got to be okay. Do I need the full you know bowl of chips? Do I need the big loaf of bread? Do I need all that pregame stuff? And the answer is yes. Well, no, no, I'm just kidding. Um, that tastes good. Yeah. But it doesn't always serve as well. So you, if you can still say, you know, I want to, <laughs> it, 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 like, look to the, the the main course as something to to look forward to and nibble on all those little appetizers and things that they bring you. I think you got to be mindful of it. I saw something the other day saying, hey, one tortilla chip is probably about a quarter of a tortilla, and so if you think about it, you're eating ten tortillas before your food comes out. You know, with some other stuff and chip, you know, the salsa and that stuff may be better for you, but still. And no, and, and that is, I, I think, a perspective that many people just fail. We just, for some reason, a chip is, no, it's not a quart of a tortilla. Oh, no, but you're right. It is a quart of a tortilla. And if you eat 10 tortillas before any meal, then, of course, you're going to be a little bit more, you know, full. Your blood sugar is going to already be having to calculate oh what about how much insulin do i need to balance this out it's just a mindless thing it's a mindless snacking you know and that's kind of what but just being mindful of that and aware of the situation going into it hey i'll have a little bit of chips maybe i want to enjoy my meal that's right and 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 or at some of these restaurants they will bring you out a you know uh, like vegetables that you can dip into salsas and things of that nature like if you're i'm a dipper right so i i like dipping um uh, vegetables into sauces of sorts, and and uh, and so I'll ask if they have cucumbers. I'll ask if they have just some fresh tomatoes. Um, I'll ask if they have you know uh, asparagus spears and and that raw right. And you can use those to dip in salsa and still get that little bit of salsa y crunch that you're looking for. It's not. It doesn't mean that you don't indulge in the chip right, but you're indulging in fewer chips leveraging more nutrient-dense raw foods. Um, and heck, I mean, if it's at a, like a Mexican food restaurant here in Texas where we've got like the best Mexican food ever, um, uh, we, you know, you can just get guacamole. 
<laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, and there, and there in lies comes your healthy fat. I was watching a documentary, um, and in and, and, and this documentary, they were spinning blood and showing, you know, fat uh, ratios based on types of meals that people would eat types of fats that people would eat. So they had one, you know, uh, study where they had a guy eating partially hydrogenated fat, like bad oils, partially hydrogenated fats congest and bog down the liver. There was a significant thickening in the serum of their blood compared to the uh, avocado that the patient was eating. I mean, even butter is something that, you know, I would say is, is good, um, had more fat in it than the avocado. And but but avocado and butter and partially hydrogen oils are all fats. Well, not all fats are created equal. Not all calories are created equal. The the nutrient density present in certain foods has a different impact on our biochemistry. And recognizing that food is medicine, food is fuel, we can then come in and start saying, all right, is this medicine for me? Is this fuel for me? Is this going to supercharge me? Or is this going to satisfy my rationalization for the bad behavior that I'm about to indulge in, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and and are you able to more often than not r- walk past the donut? And if you're not, we've got solutions. Cataplex GTF, ProGlyc OSB, Gymnema. We're looking at things to help balance that blood sugar. If you need some B vitamins to help break down the carbohydrates, if you keep your B vitamins up, you know, right now, while you're overstressed, and why the, the the all these sweet treats are surrounding us by the uh, you know by the payload. So we we indulge in more B vitamins right now, and, and when when we use different types of multi-spectrum Bs uh, that will give your body energy, you won't look for sugar either. So sometimes it's as simple as a nutrient deficiency. So what nutrient deficiencies do you have and and what are you doing to address that? Are you just relying on your food? Because oftentimes a lot of the food that people are eating are those um, not uh, what we call sometimes foods or never foods, no-no foods. And when you overindulge in no-no foods or overindulge in sometimes foods, it can disrupt your nutrient load in your body, depleting you of certain key ingredients that you need, and now your immune system's taxed. You know, now you're more susceptible to the elements, uh, elements in the environment. The allergens start, you know, getting you when they shouldn't, when the weather changes. And so, uh, you know, and here where we're at, I mean, <laughs> we've it's been cold the last two days. And then I think it's going to be like 80 degrees on Christmas or something. And then it was rainy this past weekend. I mean, we it's like we get four seasons in a week. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's pretty wild to me, you know. Yeah. Um, the only thing we don't get a lot of, unfortunately, is that beautiful sunshine that we all love so much. But, you know, yesterday was gorgeous, and um, I think today's going to be another one of those. So, But, it's, but it, it, it's an opportunity just to recognize one degree of change. So when we come into our macro fix classes and we start teaching people about food, we talk about texture. We talk about the bitter palate. We talk about the salty palate, the sour palate, the sweet palate, and how to balance all of those things so that texture is no longer a major issue for you. We want you to uh, come back full circle to food is fuel, food is medicine. Food can supercharge you to be the best you can be, but food can also derail you and crash you and make you sleepy. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I'm spinning my wheels. I can't get through the day fast enough. I wish I could just go home and take a nap. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And granted, maybe 
you know, it's the end of the year. Maybe you do need a nap. Maybe you've really put some time in, you know. I'm still a fan of siestas, by the way, just, you know, putting it out there. If we can get enough people interested in siestas. But the reality is, is we've got to get people interested in eating the right food and fuel so they have sustainable energy. That's what it really comes down to. And we've got to, you know, stop people from constantly skipping the most important meal of the day, breakfast. And we've got to get them in, in, in uh, stimulating their metabolism and helping them to see the difference between real food versus fake food. And we, we are always, um, you know, challenged to help people figure out how to get through the, uh, a weekend, how to get through a holiday, how to get through a birthday celebration, how to get through, you know, an anniversary. I mean, there's always, in, in, in every week, in every patient's life, there is something that they can indulge in that's going to hurt them more often than not. And so it's not that you never indulge, it's that you choose, how am I going to make the week work out so that I can indulge in a meal? Because a meal here or there is not going to hurt you. It's the consistency over time of eating the wrong foods, sometimes foods, no-no foods, that begin to de uh, inflame the body. And when we look at a, a blood work and we start seeing high liver enzymes, high C-reactive uh, uh, protein numbers, and we're looking at those fires that are present in the body, the congestion in the liver, we start knowing, uh-oh, 1,500 potential pathways are being slowed down, sabotaged, and, uh, if you will, burned up unnecessarily. And that all takes a toll on a person's overall vitality, their overall energy wave, their overall vim, vigor, and vip that we want so much to last throughout the day. And so helping people navigate that is not always easy, but that's why we need a coach. Everybody uh, needs a coach. We all need each other. We all need the community of wellness as a mantra. So if you're not a patient yet, we hope that you consider being one because we believe there's nothing that will help you as much as getting enrolled in a program even during the holidays. As a matter of fact, it's probably better through the holidays because you got some accountability. And accountability is a huge thing. And so when you're indulging in this weekend, have fun. Appreciate that, you know, it's just for a day, not the whole week. So don't blow the whole week and, and retox, if you will, whenever we have um, opportunity to create balance. I think uh, that the, the, the art of creating balance in your life during a holiday, you know, run, if you will, helps you kind of with the, the mental aspects of value, you're able to like practice walking past the sugar. So I went to a, uh, we had our company party on Sunday and, and we had some really great food. We had turkey, we had, you know, uh, tons of vegetables and, um, we, we did have some cheat foods there. Uh, so I think it was some crab dip and some, um, I mean the, uh, art, the artichoke dips and stuff like that. And, Molly brought it, didn't she? Of course she did. Oh, yeah. my goodness. But I will tell you what Molly did bring. It was a Dr. Chopper-friendly carrot cake. She just sent me the recipe oh, nice. this morning. And, dude, it was awesome. And uh, I'm telling you, uh, I asked her for the recipe because I'm like, I want that. But here's what's interesting. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I, I, although I had you know a, a few uh, slices of that because it was delicious, I also didn't take any home with me right i was right. like as much as i wanted to and people uh, try and force whenever you're at these parties because the, wherever it is they can't leave the food there if it's somebody's house or a place's business so it's like 
okay, who wants to take some? They always try and send you, you know, with some cake and the sweets. Oh, well, we and did the same delicious. thing. I mean, we had um, to-go boxes. Yeah. And so people were able to take home turkey. They were able to take home ham. They were able to take home veggies. And they took home cakes and stuff, right? Right. And and we didn't have just Dr. Chopper friendly foods. I mean, some people want, you know, their families and kids and stuff. So we recognize not everybody eats like we do. So, again, having options and varieties fun. But, again, letting it go. I didn't take any extra home with me. Um the good food that I took home with me, we you know uh, we freezer packed and 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 saved it for later, if you will. Um, the vegetables and the meats and stuff, and we're going to pull them out and just save cooking time uh, down the road. And so that that's a that's a a meal prep trick, you know. Mm-hmm. If you do have leftovers that you know are good, um, and you o- and you overcook or you go to a party and they offer you the goodie bag, um, man, if you if you're the kind of uh, family that oftentimes just lets food sit in that little to-go box in your refrigerator until it goes bad, man, throw it in a, um, uh, a uh, one of those airtight freezer bags and throw it in the freezer and then, you know, break it out the next week and just warm it back up, cook it back up, and it'll taste great. You can add new spices to it to kind of freshen it up a little bit. And, I mean, I think that we just got to get back to, like, recognizing how much in the form of vegetables we need and how little we actually consume. Because people just don't consume very many healthy foods day in and day out. I mean, they're eating way too much of the wrong stuff over and over again. Chips and breads and, um, and, and processed foods. And, and, and so when we come in with a, a case file, we're not necessarily telling them they have to eat all these healthy foods. We're coming in and changing one meal or we're changing a part of a meal depending on where the person is and their gradient. But when it comes to this week, next week, um, coming out of the holidays of, of retoxing, that's what's basically happening right now, um, we're setting people up for success knowing that January 6th we have our detox kicking off. And detox is going to be one of my favorite times of year. I need a new costume for detox, don't I? You do, yes. I need to be like a superhero. Like what kind of superhero uh, detox yeah, I could. You have to be your own. It's like Doctor Chapa is the superhero. I'm gonna have to think that one through and see if I can find me a cool, uh, you know, costume to model, and I, I am like Mister Incredible or something. That'd be fun. Um, you could see me in tights. I, I mean, that'd be, be nice. It'd be awesome, right? Yes. Yeah, I just scare my patients away. Um, no, no, sorry, I won't do that to y'all. <laughs> uh, don't worry, my wife wouldn't let you uh, let me do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. So the um, but we're going into detox. We have our kickoff on the sixth, and it's it's going to be a great you know uh, you know uh, month of detoxification with a group. So if you know that you need a community of people, there's going to be a community of people that are detoxing in the 21st century. Remember, if you're not detoxing in the 21st century, you're missing a huge piece of your healthcare program. We're going to be able to detox metals, chemicals, all kinds of uh, uh, trash and toxins that your body's been exposed to over the last year and help your body get rid of those. For those that have been on my 42 days a year of detox, you're probably right in line with it's time to detox your body again. You're not going to have a whole year's worth of detoxification to do. You're going to have several months of detoxification, which is great because your body doesn't have to work near as hard. And it, you're not going to have the symptoms that mm-hmm. people that only do it once a year or have that do it rarely, if that, you know. 
we want people to start seeing that detoxification, whether you do it in a 10 day uh, space or a 21 day space, can change the dynamics of your liver, your kidneys, your bowels, your lymphatics, your cardiovascular system. It impacts everything about you. And so when we come in with different herbs and nutrients and liver support to open up the pathways, your body performs better. And then when it starts performing better, your mind is more alert. And when you're more alert, you're open to focus to change your diet for 10 days, 14 days, 21 days, however long you will make it and press through the cravings and press through all that stuff um, that are that hurt us and sabotage us, you start to bring balance back to your body. Body chemistry and balance is the name of the game. I mean, we are a biochemical mess. I had a guy come in yesterday and we've been working with shoulder issue. And it's been a chronic 10-year process that he's gotten into this boat, hasn't had it fixed. And it's been a little bit slow, but I found out during the process that he's been having some bowel trouble. And I didn't really think much of it because he's an exercise dude. And, and um, uh, I just got into deeper conversation, like something's not right. You know, something's not, he's not responding to the treatment that I thought he would respond and um, I found out that he's you know, drink, uh, putting uh, bowel stimulants in, salt, stool softeners in, in order to make his bowels move. And I'm like, uh-oh. I had no idea. I missed it because I, I didn't ask the follow-up question. I just said, are you having a bowel movement every day? And he says, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you say. <laughs> because I am in, you know, in forcing it to happen. Forcing it to happen. Mm-hmm. And so I go, okay, here's the problem. All right. So I started him on a program where we started driving nutrients in, B vitamins, vitamin C, essential fatty acids, minerals, into his body. We started. We found a burden of healing in the uh, immune box, and we found that he had a buildup of yeast. So his body's got this sugar overload problem, and he didn't even realize it because he thought he eats healthy. So we start, you know, re- replenishment and restoring the biochemistry, and guess what happened? What happened? His, shoulder, his knee pain went away, his neck pain went away, and his shoulder started to improve in, in a week's time. And I go, it just never ceases to amaze me that God made it as simple as food. Now, could he have had an injury that needed time to heal? Well, of course. I mean, that, that's not what he had, right? Because if it was an injury, so I had another guy come in who injured his neck, um, and he couldn't move his neck. He was like moving like the a tin man needed a an oil job to uh, loosen everything up. He needed an, a structural adjustment. That's what he needed. He didn't need the the biochemical work as much. I mean, did he need the inflammation reduction support? Yes, but he didn't have the same problem that this other fellow had, right? So it it your problem just needs to be assessed, and then a strategy, a game plan built around what it, it that was assessed and decided upon as the root cause or one of the first layers of the root cause of your challenge. Because it's like some of these patients, we're trying to turn the stones over to a point where we can um, find the honeypot, the source of where their inflammation is coming from. And yes, it could be their diet, but oftentimes it's an underlying infection. Oftentimes it's them eating the wrong food, like eating one food uh, and it doesn't al- it's not always sugar, like wheat, dairy, corn, and soy, oftentimes can inflame patients to no end. I've got you know tons of people that are allergic to corn or soy products, and we have to get them off of that. We have to help them see where they're getting into that in their diet. So we look at food uh, their food logs and, and determine what they're eating. 
because what you eat is important, but what you don't eat is more important. So we've got to help people just get past this idea that um, their food is contributing. Get them to the point where they can believe that their food is affecting them because we're just completely – I mean, I take it for granted that I eat as clean as I do, and, and then people don't see that they're eating sugar whenever I see their menu plan. So I go through with a big you know, red highlighter and show them, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I'm looking for. And when I start showing them over and over again with a red highlighter, it's like I'm grading their paper. Yeah. And nobody likes red ink on their paper. And now that's that's uh, brings back some bad memories, I think. School days. Yes, school days. <laughs> yeah. But we are. I mean, uh, we need to be graded. We need somebody to coach us and to see into our diet and what is it that we're eating. So, you know, you could start your day with uh, with eggs and bacon. You could you know, have, you know, uh, vegetables and a protein uh, for lunch. You could have veg- vegetables and protein for dinner. And if you stay kind of towards that as the crux of what you do and then you sprinkle some of the other stuff around, I mean, I think that, you know, biblical times, I think that they used bread as like a utensil. You know, they weren't in, they weren't just eating gobbles of bread. And, of course, their bread was very different quality of nutrient than we're consuming today. But that being said, they still didn't overindulge in it. You know, the Egyptians that ate all the delicacies and processed foods had more cardiovascular issues and diabetes and shorter lifespans. So it just kind of makes you wonder. It's like, well, you know, what are what are they doing versus these other people in tribes and stuff that we are observing and watching and, and paying attention to and study um, that live a long time that are on vegetable-only diets? And people go, there's no way I could be a vegetarian, no way I could do that. And I'm like, well, I get it, but what if you just need to add some vegetables to your diet you know don't have to go full vegetarian just add some some and it's amazing what i'm just you know the body isn't like picky right it just wants a little bit of nutrition and that's what's so fascinating is that the body can be beat up at the level that it's beat up with the bad food choices and it still perform at the level that it performs now when you start suffering with symptom patterns, whether it's allergies, headaches, whether it's skin issues, um, fatigue, b- mental clarity problems, a, a loss of names, numbers, and words, where you're really just struggling in some of these areas, that's when you know you've kind of like tilted the scale the wrong way. You've, you've tipped that thing in a direction that's heading towards a mistake colossal, major destruction, health, autoimmunity. Um, symptom land. Symptom land. Who wants to go there? You know what I mean? If we can avoid that place, which we should, we sh- we need to be learning how to go the opposite direction. We need to totally go into um, our day-to-day lifestyle and start evaluating. How am I sleeping? What's my water intake like? What's my food intake like? How are my bowels moving? Self-assessment. And I had a guy come in yesterday. It's like the week of all my men coming in telling me all their problems. And I'm shocked. I really am. Yeah, I said, how are your bowels? And they say, uh, they're sluggish. They're not good. And I'm like, you mean you're not happy with your bowels? They said, no, I want to poop more. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and um, and so we have to figure out what are they doing. Then we start talking about their diet. They're skipping meals. They're not drinking water. They're stressed out. And, and, and all these things add up to a problem that has to be addressed. And so we, are, we, we just start helping them get back on the track. Oh, it's the holiday stress. Oh, I'm still recovering from Thanksgiving. 
a month later, here we are at Christmas, and we're about to be in a pickle because we just had a whole month of derailment. You know, I've got patients coming in that are immunosuppressed. They're still the long haulers of the COVID uh, viral people. And we're finding that their vitamin C levels are too low. But they're taking vitamin C, right? That's what these, I mean, because everybody's taking vitamin C as a wellness vitamin. Uh, But the problem is, is they're taking ascorbic acid as their source of uh, vitamin C. And I'm telling them, no, 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 that's not the same vitamin C that God intended you to consume. God intended you to consume the complex C that comes from citrus, that comes from uh, citrus, comes from rutin, that comes from alfalfa. That we, we get this complex that's loaded with vitamins P, K, and J, uh, vit- uh, tyrosinase, cofactors, bioflavonoids, and of course a little of ascorbic acid. You see ascorbic acid inside the full complex, if you mega dose one aspect of the complex, it's like building a a spring too big for the watch that doesn't fit so it doesn't allow the watch to run efficiently or at all and so it can create problems in the overall system if you indulge over consume the wrong micro uh, uh, micronutrient in the complex so we have to appreciate that ascorbic acid is not the source of vitamin c that we wished it to be you know, so when you walk down the aisle and you see 72 different varieties of vitamin C from, you know, 72 different companies at different dosages, oftentimes they're mega dosed. 500, I think, is the minimum that people can buy. Um, I have products that are 17 milligrams. I mean, what if you only needed, you know, a about 50 milligrams of vitamin C a day? I mean, I think vitamin C is kind of like the um, the sinner's curse, right? I mean, it's what we have to go searching for. And, and it's the when God said um, you have to go work the land to get any value out of it, I think vitamin C is one of those things because the body doesn't manufacture vitamin C. So you definitely need it from an external source. But do you need 2,000, 4,000 milligrams a day? I hope not. You know, just us as people that think bigger is better, the more, you know, it'll, it'll get it done in a shorter amount of time. It's just like a mindset because to me, I didn't know that. It's like, oh, yeah, that has the most. That's what I need. Yeah, it's the best. That's what I would think. I was uh, listening to a documentary and it talked about this guy that was consuming a whole uh, bottle of uh, zinc and vitamin C because he thought that would build his immune system up. A whole bottle like uh, like it was like vitamin C gummies with zinc and they ran out of his favorite you know, gummies. And I think really and truly when you go look at the labels of a lot of the gummies, they're just loaded with sugar. So he just found a different candy to consume. And it had some ascorbic acid, you know, at excessive dose. And and he was consuming the whole bottle. So he was like quadrupling the excessive dose. And then it had too much, you know, zinc over time that was synthetic zinc and not quality uh, for his body's leverage and utilization. And, um, to the point that when they ran out of his favorite, you know, gummy, he started consuming denture toothpaste or denture paste um, because it had some added zinc in it. So he goes, oh, that's got to be good enough. And he was consuming a whole tube of denture paste and uh, until they got the stock back in. So that was his backup. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. So he like, you know, went to the extreme. Like he's like, I'm gonna have the best immune system ever. Zinc is the magic formula. C is the magic formula. Yeah. And um, and and this was not a patient. I'm just listening to this uh, documentary tell the story, and I'm like, okay, this is not gonna end well. And uh, sure enough, it didn't. 
he had developed, you know, uh, excessive calcium oxalate kidney stones. And, um, and it was all because of the overconsumption of the, um, the vitamin C zinc gummies he was consuming and the denture paste he was consuming. Um, and the fact that, you know, he had a stomach bypass. Remember, there's always more to a story. You can't just assume it's just one thing. He was also having a deficiency in B vitamins, so he couldn't run the processes like he needed to. And, uh, but again, excessive consumption of anything, like you said, isn't always better. It's consistency over time that we're hunting out the value of what we need. Now, is it possible that somebody needs a temporary season of 500, 2,000, 4,000 milligrams of a C? Yes, but we, in my office, we wouldn't just let somebody take 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C in the form of ascorbic acid. We're going to put in the complex with it so that they get the full complex so the body's not robbing Peter to pay Paul from the body. We'd rather, hey, we're going to give you the complex as we push your body. So when do we use those high doses? When you have a cold, whenever you have a lymph node, whenever you have you know, a fever and your body's really worn down and sick, then we might leverage some of that high potency C, but we're giving the complex in the background so that your body's not getting further depleted as it kills off one layer of infection. Or we come in and we don't even use C at all. We use something like uh, my Concomplex, which when in doubt, when in doubt we Concomplex it out. Why is that? Because Concomplex has the T-cell regulator su support. By the way, Concomplex better be in your inventory when you travel. Better be, I had a, a patient go out of town, and I got an email that I'm sick. Did you take, start taking Concomplex? I didn't bring it. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, it's trouble. Mm -hmm. You don't have tools in your tool bag to, uh, to fix your flat tire on the road. Uh, you're in trouble. Like You've got to be willing to take a few things with you in preparation for what is the unknown because you can't predict, you know, uh, the food that you eat and how it responds to your body. You can't predict the travelers, the, the truth of travelers constipation. When the bowels lock up, guys, the lymphatics back up, the body's immune system gets taxed. You're more susceptible to the ailments and your body has a really hard time. If I can just keep people's bowels moving, they won't develop the cough. If I can keep their, uh, their liver processing, their thyroid won't fall out of alignment. If I can keep their, um, uh, their digestive tract uh, absorbing, I know that they're not going to have a deficiency in key ingredient nutrients that they need to fire up a healthy immune system when they're exposed to a bug or just to keep their logs you know, burning hot so that they feel good day in and day out. So it's a constant game that we're playing in helping people um, see that it's a balance. It's a balancing act. When is the game over? When we're dead. You know, um, sorry, you, you, if you're going to live vibrantly all the days of your life, if you're going to maximize the longevity curve, that longevity curve has to uh, be fed. You've got to have an intentionality in how you go about affecting your day and how you're going to plan out the next month, the next year. We're coming up into 2022, and do you have goals already in place that you're looking forward to hit, or are you already given up on your goals for 2022? Why not have a different narrative, a different story? I was talking to a buddy one time, and I was going through a trouble, and I was a little bit negative, and he goes, dude, you got to change your story. We got to rewrite that narrative, because if you start listening to the 
negativity in your own head. Oh, I never hit my goals. No, I can't. I can't accomplish that. I didn't do it last year. I won't do it this year. If you just have that pity old uh, mindset and that poor old me mentality, then yes, of course, you wouldn't expect much if uh, because you're not becoming much. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if you want your life to shift and change, become uh, uh, get under care. Come to Living Well. Let us be the best resource for your health and wellness needs in 2022. Get involved with our detox program. Help us. Let us teach you what are the detox foods you need to eat more of. Well, how do you take these supplements? How do we? How do we help you as a beginner go through the process so that you're not having headaches and rashes and and allergens and and feeling you know fatigue and tired going through the process. If you're a veteran and you do it every year, but you haven't done anything else. And it's time to you know come back in, come on in. Let's 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 see if we can't make this detox better than last detox. What f new food are you going to eat? L we've enhanced our detox. We figured out ways to pull different types of uh, nutrients uh, or use different types of uh, adsorbents binders to help pull more trash out as we're pushing it through the liver and pushing it into the bowels. So we've got better you know uh, chimney sweeps, if you will, to go in and pull. Though that funk and filth out of your body because we're all exposed to it. Heck, I think we're more exposed to chemicals today than we're uh, than we've been exposed to in decades, and and we have to uh, trust that our body can navigate some of that. But there's a part that you've got to play, a part that you need to influence so that you feel your best every day that you're in the game. What's your favorite part? So of the detox season, January 21 days. There's a group of people doing it. What's your favorite part of all of that? I like watching my body go from, uh, so I feel pretty good, you know, most of the time. I mean, I have my little ups and downs too, and I'm, I'm a biochemical process myself, just like everybody else. But most of the time I feel pretty good. What I notice about detox is the mental clarity and the acuity and the sharp processing speed. Like, it is phenomenal. I mean, I feel my best eating you know, vegetables the first 10 days, maybe incorporating uh, just one protein a day, my protein shakes twice a day, you know, day 11 through 21. I like the mental clarity and the energy. I mean, it makes me feel young. It makes me feel vibrant. It makes me just want to, you know, I could work all day and I still have energy at night. Um, not that it's normal to have like an exorbitant amount of energy at night. So I don't have an exorbitant amount, but like when it gets dark, you should be tired. I mean, you you have a circadian clock. And and I think I've gotten my clock so crisp, but I, even like this morning, I mean, I woke up at 4.59, the alarm went off at 5, you know, and I was like, that's crazy, you know, I mean, it's, a, it, it is, how do you wake up one minute before your alarm at 5 a.m.? Are you the kind of person who's like, I could have got that one more minute of sleep no, and you're ready to go? I am like, I, I look, nine times out of 10, I am, you know, bright eyed and bushy tailed. I am ready to go. Yeah. I am a morning person. And, um, but, um, but the cost of that is if my family's night owls and, uh, they're staying up late, you know, come eight thirty nine o'clock, my brain's shutting down They're and they're getting all fired up and wired up and they're excited about the day. And I'm like, no, no sorry guys. You know, daddy right. checked out, right. but some of that might be my lifestyle. You know, I get up, I go to the gym in the morning I have some quiet time. Um, I have a, a space that I've created where I'm investing in Aaron. Uh, I read, I think I pray, I work out and you know, I, you know, I have therapy uh, with my dogs. They, 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 they take me for a walk in the mornings and, um, you know, and I'm just walking in the cool of the morning, like especially the last two mornings, it's been brisk. 
and you're just walking and you just feel like your joints waking up every step. You feel your, your shoulders and your back and everything starting to, to move into groove and you just breathe in that fresh air through your nostrils and you're like, oh yeah, that's good oxygen. You know, mm-hmm. and um, and it was, and it still might be toxic air, but I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> it's it's cleaner and necessary and brilliantly designed to be put into the body and processed into what we need uh, every breath you take. And so, detoxification for me is the more energy and the more mental clarity that I get. I feel more creative on the detox. I feel like I sleep deeper, better. I sleep cooler. Um, just put a person on a detox uh, at the beginning of the month, and, and they came in yesterday, and they said they're not snoring anymore. Their allergies are gone. Their energy is better. I had one guy um, that we put on at the beginning of the month because he, he's going to be out of town throughout January a lot, and he said that you know his blood pressure dropped. He lost 15 pounds in 17 days. And I'm like, I mean, that's... That's 1.5 miles of work his heart's not going to have to do anymore. Well, no wonder the blood pressure dropped. When you take 1.5 miles of work for the heart off its de- today uh, its daily list, it's able to perform better, and therefore you don't get the blood pressure blow up. You know, and that to me is phenomenal that the body responds so quickly. To, to the health and wellness changes that we uh, push it into. And so um, I, I look forward to what detox offers folks because detoxification has an opportunity to add years to your life. And if you're doing the 42 days a year of detoxification like we teach and share with folks, um, and we will be sharing at these classes, you will fi- we will teach you ways to maximize the impact so that you get more out of the 21 days. I've always said that 20, 20, the, the detox, ultimate detox program is three months worth of work in 21 days. I mean, who wouldn't want to invest in that? You're, you're worth it is the theme that keeps coming back to me. I had a guy you know, send me a message yesterday that he, the Lord was showing him that people are worth investing in, that he is worth investing in himself and so that he can be a better service to his fellow man uh, that he's serving. And we have to remember that when we don't feel good, we don't perform good. When we don't perform good, we're not impacting our world around us. And so this holiday season, as you're getting ready to go into a family fun time, make it an experience. Like change the narrative. Whatever is going on that is typically a negative situation, see if you can find the silver lining or just rewrite the narrative. You know, show up dressed up like an elf. See what kind of response you get. See what the smiles look like. See the people go, I want to take a picture with you. You know, people get excited because they're like, I don't see that every day. And so, you know, I, I, I try to, you know, lighten up the spirit uh, for everybody that's live with us today or even the people that come back and see us go, what is that all about? I'm excited it, for whenever this plays in the office at Living Well because these run – you know, from the Living Well YouTube channel where they live, you can go back and watch them as well. Right. And it's just like July. Yeah, it's July and I'm dressed up like an elf. And people are going to be, be like, what's going on? That guy's crazy. <laughs> Can't trust an elf, you know? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, I, I, yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it, that's really awesome that we have can leverage technology that way. I mean, I think this year, I don't think we've missed but maybe one week out of the entire year. I mean, we've had a pretty solid run this year. 
And I'm pretty thankful because whether uh, Molly and Jennifer came or Jennifer and I came, uh, we, we've, we've had um, something fun to offer. We've had a few guests this year. I hope this next year we have some more guests. Um, you know, and I'm just looking forward to just continually sharing new ideas with people because it really isn't hard. You know, it's just a decision. You know, I need to make my mind up that I need to try the keto diet. I need to try paleo diet. I need to try the, you know, maybe uh, start with our detox program. I'm telling you, um, if even if the 21 days is daunting, if you're a patient under care, we can navigate you through the daunting challenge and task of you embarking on this journey. And it is an adventure. It's a great adventure. And we want you to, you know, leverage to the hilt. So I'm just excited to see what the new year brings for you and your family. And I pray that, you know, you guys have a great, wonderful time these next two weekends. But I also pray that you will prepare the, through the week so that you don't completely set yourself up for toxicity going into detox. I pray that, you know, you, you feel good um, at these holiday functions and you're not passed out sleep coma on the couch because you ate too much. Because that's why that happens. And so as you're preparing for the week, just think about a little intentionality with how you're eating, what you're eating, how much you're eating. Make sure that you're staying with your uh, clinical uh, uh, supplemental program. Make sure that you're getting your mindset ready. Order early the, your supplement uh, detox kit so that you have access to it. Call us at 281-55486-00 and, and make sure that you're ready for detox when it comes. You know, because you're going to be a part of our Facebook group. There's there's going to be the live classes. There will be people that will go that will start early. There's people that will start late. But it's the the classes are there to give you support. The classes are there to educate you on the next level of how you can make it better. So, Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center wants to be your number one health and wellness resource. Whether you're dealing with a thyroid problem or digestive problem or an allergy problem. So we know that you can be a healthier version of you in the next 2022 year. And so I pray that everybody have a blessed week. That you'll have some fun. Leverage the Gymnema. Leverage the GTF. Leverage the Proglyco SP. If you need uh, to know what those are, um, rewind the track. But you, they're basically blood sugar stim, uh, regulators so that you don't crave food and um, uh, you don't crave sugar. And it'll help you whenever you're faced with some of these extras that are presented to us because they're everywhere. Trust me. I've seen them. And, uh, but have fun. Be blessed. And we will check back in with you guys next week on The Living Well Show.